0: And this one's inspired by actual events. It is, uh, <laughs> <it's just> so <laughs> we will get which, to those in a second. Sorry, so this I is, was like, oh no. But anyway, sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: but that's like the the you know you know in what is what does that mean? Inspired by actual events. We will find out. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marquesi, delves into my horror notebook to corrupt one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. Eww! I'm Julia. I'm Terry. And this week we are talking about 2014's The The Quiet Quiet Ones. ones. Uh, This film was one of the newer uh, Hammer Horror came back and started doing some newer horror films, uh, Woman in Black, which was the Daniel Radcliffe one, which was a really cool movie. Um, And this is one of the ones as well. This movie was made for $200,000. What? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I
0: am. Hold on. What? Mm -hmm. How? I don't know. I mean, uh, they just didn't pay anybody uh, that they i mean like, yeah, we're the, just gonna pay for the maybe, film
1: maybe the number's like, wrong but that's
0: the numbers i got was two hundred thousand. They literally and, didn't pay anybody and made 17 million that's what i'm saying yeah. hopefully they all had back-end deals to like get some sort of profit off of like if it did well yes i really hope they all did i'm sure they probably didn't but i would hope so it actually did holy. much better
1: than i thought because
0: no one has really heard of this film that i've talked to because i quite like it and
1: um it seems to have not been a big thing, but I guess if they made $17 million, it seems to have done okay. Up of
0: 200 k yeah. yeah, I mm. think that's a pretty, pretty impressive okay. feat. I am shocked right
1: now. Uh, and this, the tagline for this movie, uh, something unspeakable is happening to Jane Harper.
0: Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually not a bad bad tagline. Cause, dear God, yeah. Uh, this
1: movie was written and directed by John, John. Pogue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the experiment that it's based on, i um, loosely based, of course, mm. Hollywoodized to the max. Right. Uh, was the Philip experiment, which took place in 1972 in Canada.
0: So oh. this was uh, the
1: idea behind the experiment was to create a fictional character through purpo- purposeful methodology and attempt to communicate with it via seance. So you create an entity like you make up a ghost mm-hmm. and then try to communicate with that made up ghost to see if your collective conscious energy can like create this being? thing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So they said that there is, um, audio video and witness accounts of activity. Mm-hmm. So they, they had a bunch of sounds and stuff did happen and furniture mm-hmm. moved and tables lifted and like the whole bit, but no one they, and they have audio and video record that this stuff happened, mm-hmm. but there would never be, Materialized. So the ghost never showed up on it. To anybody, right? So there was something there, but no one saw it. This experiment also inspired another film called The Apparition, which came out in 2012. Oh, so okay. this film, The Quiet Ones, was actually made in 2012, it was in delayed 2014 because I think The Apparition came out, and they're like, we can't have two movies about the exact same thing. People but do appara- it all the time, though. But apparently, The Apparition's not. It's trash. Great, and this is wonderful. This is great. Yeah. Uh, so it takes place in Oxford in 1974, and I think a lot of what I love about this movie mm-hmm. is there's so much about analog equipment about video and filming. The look is your and, look though, yes, girl, too. It it's is. like
0: that mod, like 60s, 70s England that mm-hmm. Julia is obsessed with. And, Plus like, like
1: an incredibly beautiful boy who's also very shy and good at cameras and like filming and you're like, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> film nerd love. It's a film nerd, like, love letter for sure. And he's like, you know, a, a burgeoning, burgeoning filmmaker. Burgeoning, burgeoning filmmaker. And he, um, you know, really just wants to like make documentaries or things that matter for people.
1: Um, but I love that mm-hmm. they, you know, they keep in a lot of the kind of stuff that you don't normally see in a film. So I, I know that they had Sam Claflin do a lot of his own filming with this analog 70s equipment. That's and how then they
0: save some of that money. Yes, they
1: did. But they also have him, like, you know... It, and you always have a clapboard in movies And that's to make sure that the sound is synchronized right. So if you don't have that, what do you do? You do you a clap hand, your hands. hand So you get in you know, Normally in the film, that's cut out Because that's not something the audience ever sees But they, they always keep it in in this film And I like that That's something that's kind of documenting, behind, yeah it's, it's, it's from his point of view And it's just mm-hmm. like what
0: he's filming And not, you know, watching the rushes of the dailies Or whatever Right um, it's fun. It is like getting BTS in the middle of the movie because yeah. he's documenting this whole experiment that they're doing and that's what he's hired on to do. Um, and we meet him sitting in the class of uh, Professor Joseph, who is giving a class about paranormal activity. Played by um, the wonderful Jared Harris. Yes. Oh my goodness. I uh, love Mad Men and he's one of the series regulars on that who is just to die for. And he's always kind of a little on the edge and creepy and he does not disappoint in this film. No. You see him and you're wow. like, wow, we're going to
1: get some, he's going to go, he's going to go some intense places you can tell by looking at
0: him he's got a lecture
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes because he's you know it's a very intense lecture and he's talking about paranormal activities that can not things not explained by science experimental treatments that are happening and shows footage of a little boy named david q Mm -hmm. who is drawing mr gregor uh, a very sinister looking fellow Um, and professor joseph's theory Mm -hmm. is uh, cure one patient cure all of mankind that's his idea so he's got a god
0: complex Never a problem, right? When you no. got a God complex. Yeah, we
1: don't you know the scientists that just won a Nobel Prize. Like, those things never go wrong, right? We haven't no, talked no. about that, like, repeatedly on like, this podcast. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's you, if you you got problem. those, like, Nobel Prize stars in your eyes, it's all going to go wrong for you because it's not about that. It's about the work. But this is his idea is talking about, you know, paranormal activity. Does it exist? And if you can get physical, you know, proof that it exists, then it, what does that mean for science right. and for ghosts? And so he's in the middle of doing a very quite dubious experiments and has asked Brian to be his av guy yeah and Brian does not go to Oxford so you think at first like oh he's at Oxford he's like no, no no no
0: no I'm not an Oxford student I'm it's just, just like a kid in- from the community hanging out
1: I just do av stuff like that's all yeah and he asked if he would like to come and document this experiment for him and says okay I guess he's like don't you can't be scared easily and he's like oh, I'll do my best so he we uh we learn we meet Jane, Jane who, Harper who is the patient who is a foster child uh, she suffers from amnesia she's suicidal uh, when she was living with different foster parents furniture yeah. moved things started on fire happen.
0: people thought she was possessed right and similar things that happened with David Q, like his Mr. Gregor, he said would make things happen. Yes. So things like strange phenomenon happen around these kids that um, Professor um, Joseph is studying.
1: So is it something where they have their, they, they have a mental illness that can manifest in these ways, which would what science would say, right? But is
0: if not, what does this mean? Is it real? And so that's where the kind of the fight that we're looking at often, I guess. And I think a lot of these films too is, is the person crazy or is this a real thing that's happening? Is it a real phenomenon? So, And, and honestly, mm-hmm. you know, you could twist it in a way you would say, okay, well, how
1: comforting would it be for the patient if they, if they proved like. Oh, it is you, you aren't crazy, right? This self stuff is all really happening, right. and like you're fine. And that would
0: be a hold, it would that would be the kind of cure you'd would hope be for. The thing to set you free because yes. you're like, oh, okay, well, this thing is not me, this is a separate entity, we can get rid of this entity. So, but they
1: say she's mm-hmm. not schizophrenic, so this is they've ruled that out. Um, right. and they go in to meet her and you know this kind of built up that although they've built her up to be this kind of monstrous character yeah they have rules like don't look into her eyes you don't know, talk to her don't they don't want her. her any corrupted by outflow- outside
0: influences they want to keep the experiment pure yes. is, the, is the thing gonna go wrong mm-hmm. immediately <laughs> okay, whenever there's rules in the movie that's the other horror movies about everything whenever there's rules <laughs> try to follow them because the people who break them like literally right away shit's gonna go down see but the
1: problem <laughs> is is like you and I are rule breakers in real life so if there are rules I don't know what you mean. We'd be like, "Eh, I'm so
0: angelic. We don't want them to do those rules. (laughs) Why is Wes laughing so hard at that? Whatever Wes. (laughs) I'm a sweet, sweet angel.
1: Angel (laughs) baby. But you know who is an angel face? Little Jane Harper. She's not scary at all. She's she's a doe. Pretty, pretty little girl.
0: And she's like, I just want to get better. Mm -hmm. And she's like, literally looks like this beautiful, sweet angel of goodness. And but all of a sudden you hear like a thank you from her and it sounds like a demon is also in her so you're like oh shit oh is something also inside of her because she looks
1: like she and she when she first sees her she she says did you think my head was going to spin off so you have this exorcist exorcist,
0: nod nod wink wink which would have been
1: very current in 1974 right so you know this is a kind of a cool thing as well a little 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 film nerd joke right Uh, but they're also keeping her awake they're not letting her sleep they're blasting
0: ACDC constantly to keep her awake Um, because they say she sleeps too much because she's like always I'm tired I'm tired but they want to trigger the phenomenon and they want to make things happen around her too and as they say they're calling it harvesting the kinetic energy so there's something about this power that the professor wants to harness because he's like if we can harness this power like we can do anything basically we could make things happen we could maybe be like electricity free if we harness this particular kinetic power
1: yeah but also you know and and yes and also says that you know if we can if if we can also take it out of Jane and put it into this doll, like you remove it like a tumor, mm-hmm. like it's not going to be in her anymore. Right. We can transfer it to um, an
0: object. And so they give her a doll um, and she says, she's just dead. It's dead doll. It's a dead doll. She's like, this isn't her. This is an Evie. So it's this the the entity of Evie that's been inside her. Um, she's like, no, it can't live in that. So, so it's not,
1: you know, you have this girl who not only just she thinks there's a literal something else inside of her. So you're like, well, it's one of two things. (laughs) Let's find out what those things are. But that's, but, uh, Jane says that that's what her, her foster parents always said about her was that she always had she had dead eyes. Yeah. Uh, she never could. And she just wants to sleep forever. Yep. Like so, Ike's and and you know Brian, you can see Brian and Jane kind of like each other immediately, and he's they have a connection immediately, and he's so surprised because he expected it to be kind of a monstrous person, and is this beautiful it's a girl, sweet girl, I like Olivia Cook, mm-hmm. I think she's really great in she's this, She's wonderful,
0: she's great in this, she's in Ready Player One, mm-hmm. she's like she's a wonderful, wonderfully um, actress, and she's a very kind
1: of honest performance in this. That I feel like she doesn't try to go too. No, it's very grounded.
0: Yeah. Super grounded. And you get that she's, you know, this kid who's gone through a lot. Like she's this kind of broken suicidal foster girl Mm -hmm. is is where she's at. So she's looking for some sort of way out, but she's going through like, they they do all these interviews and stuff with her and interviewing um, with Harry, one of the people there. And she freaks out on him and goes kind of crazy. And we get like kind of cut to with little David Q. So we're seeing the juxtaposition between the two kids and what the similarities are. And wondering if they can ever have a normal life somewhere. So all of a sudden we realize in the midst of all this, after this big, crazy freak out, the funding gets pulled for this experiment. Because it's dubious as fuck. You're like, ah, you're just keeping this girl in this room in this mattress. Why can't they
1: just give her sheets? Just give her a bed. Why does it have to be like dirty mattress on floor?
0: It all looks bad. Yeah. Like, it all looks real, real it bad. It doesn't look, like, on, like, on the level at all. It look above board. But that's what I think the board, like, the people who were funding this yeah, like, were like, uh, uh, hey, professor, uh, the thing that you submitted is not what we are seeing is being done. No. That's what I imagine, and so... He was like, "Well, I'm going to fund it myself. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm going to just go rent this house on the countryside, and I'm going to we're going to continue the experiment out there. Who's with me?" So they're off away they go. Blindfold Jane on the trip there, uh, and get to
1: this country she's house. Smiling while blindfolded, which is a little like <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. Like so, she can't escape. So she can't find her way out. Why are they blindfolding her? Like she can't see the
0: outside world. I'm not sure. Maybe it's they're still trying not to like harm the experiment in some way. Hmm. I was unclear on that too, but she seems keen for it. Right. Because they're not really treating her
1: like, a normal... Like they, a person? Like a person. No, they're not really treating nope. it like a person. Uh, so they get to this place and they have this cute scene where they they cut a lot back and forth to what Brian's filming, which is 16 millimeter. Right. And then you have back to normal film as well. So we get them filming their arrival in front of the farmhouse and it's very cute and they all go inside. The door closes. But they've left the camera outside. But the door opens on its own. Right. And then Brian comes back out to turn the camera off. Right. So you're like, oh something's in this house already. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. The house
0: is haunted yeah, or, something else, just or came else something in with came you. with it or came out of that <laughs> truck with them. Maybe Evie's entity, the entity of Evie has ridden with them. So I was okay. like, Oh no. But they have the whole, you know, they have all of the latest in equipment. They got EMF scanners, right. all sorts of stuff. So they set up their, they basically reset up their lab at this house now. And then also um, cut to Brian hanging a crucifix in his room. Yes. Cause I, he's, did not say he was religious before and was kind of like, no, not so much. But now I think as, but he annoying. takes it off his neck though. So like, that's the thing. Is he
1: taking the, it off or is he protecting his room?
0: Ah, I don't know.
1: Cause I, I thought it was one, but now I could think it was the other. If, it can go no, either, either way. way. He wants to protect himself,
0: but also he realizes maybe God's not going to do anything. I don't hey, know. We'll find out. So they're looking to deal stuff with this doll again and get that telekinetic energy. Mm-hmm. And Joseph realizes an asshole in this moment. He's really shitty to everybody at this point. And he tries to push Jane to like this crazy, crazy space and he's pushing her with these experiments and he's just relentless with his questioning, like they're sweating and it's just going crazy. And, um, I've got her like hooked up to like different machines and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's not great. This is like where you realize, Oh no, what did we sign up for? Like we left the comfort of Oxford to this, crazy country house and where does
1: where does the experiment and in torture begin you know keeping someone awake and doing these kind of things to like for science and for the experiment can all turn real sour real quick and especially you get the sense that the students chrissy and harry that are uh, the assistants on this experiment are like you know idol worship of joseph and we learn chrissy is also sleeping with joseph so things are getting a little fuzzy uh and brian yeah. is as the outsider is going is trying to figure out who's telling the truth and what's right and what he
0: feels against what they're telling him because he's so connected to jane already and he and,
1: brings her flowers to
0: brighten things yeah and that drab drab room that they've put together for her because they've got her locked in this room all day barred and you know put in the space and then um they have this light machine that we find out about, which is crazy. Light machines are wild. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, this is like a thing that I guess helps with hypnosis or something. And so it's something I've that, done them before. Yeah, tell me um, more. I know somebody who has a light yeah. machine, and I've
1: done it. And it, um, I mean, it, this looks like a very basic, you know, 1974 mm-hmm. version, but like the modern day version. Mm-hmm. And it basically flashes on your eyelids in patterns that make you see hallucinations behind your eyelids like like trippy LSD, like psychedelic patterns, but it's all just done with light. So it, right. like, it, it makes you go into like a meditative
0: state is the idea. Okay. She does not get in a meditative no. state though. <laughs> she,
1: I mean, but th- maybe she does though, because like that's how she's able to find Evie, right? And she says she can like see Evie in the distance and she knows what she looks like and kind of stuff, but it's also pulling her out into the real world, which is what the challenge is and what they keep trying to get her to do. And so... They, uh, that we have, uh, there's an EMF surge and like the camera gets knocked over. And so there is a bit of activity. And so they think (laughs) it's a celebration. They have a toast to Jane. Right. Even though Jane's not there, of course, uh, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get to be part of any of the fun, but Brian suggests the toast to Jane. So then already gets
0: teased and said, Oh, she's in love with him. He's going to bring her flowers next. Obvious, It is. It is obvious. And he does, you know, and they have a moment too, where after he's like brought her flowers and whatnot, that Jane like gets naked yeah he's he's watching her because she has a little like viewing door in her like a little cut out of the door Uh yeah
1: and and she has her back to him but I think she knows he's there she can feel him yep just takes her nightgown off just to have a look-see but of course he's caught by Joseph, Joseph which makes it
0: awkward for all involved because then he just is like, I'll take over. You can don't need to watch her. And I was like, Oh, yeah. now he's just gonna watch her. Old creepy guy is gonna watch her. Yeah, because oh. you
1: because Joseph seems you like you're not never quite clear what the relationship is with him and Jane, and especially because Jane is so pretty, you're just starting to feel like maybe his and
0: she was a foster child, and it feels like she was taken advantage of, maybe, and just because that's because of who she is, he was able to just easily take over being her like ward, like that was his ward, you know, like that's <sighs> see. Every time you, creepy
1: uncle. It's the Sweeney Todd situation. Totally I thought right? about Where that I'm too. like, oh, it's
0: his ward. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, that is making me feel weird now. Joanna. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. Oh. <laughs> That's for our music theater crossover people. Yeah. We love you. Um, our musical theater. But yeah, it's it definitely I definitely had that vibe. I was like, oh god, no, and you're a ward of the state and then someone takes over like that, it's not it's good. never gonna be good.
1: And we come in and uh Jane is pulling all of the hair out of her doll's head. Yeah, she's <laughs> trying to make it better and uh
0: attacks Chrissy yep and then she's with like a hairpin and stuff and she starts cutting herself and scratching at things and but then like starts to get real like sh- like she seems like there's something
1: crazy inside of her yeah. and so kind of come over to Brian and asks if she wants to if he wants to meet Evie because
0: she's inside of me right now so I was like I'm buckling his pants yeah but it's like she's like sexual and crazy but he's but like That's not, not, not in a- but not like you're not Jane right now you're freaking Evie is inside you and I don't want to fuck Evie I would like to be with Jane and like this is a, a disconnect is happening for him, and this is where Brian, I think, starts to kind of not. He's starting to
1: realize, okay, this is not fun. This is not a fun time. This yeah. is What are we doing here? What is happening here? What are we doing to this girl? Like, who knows what's happening? She's not getting the proper care. No. She's just like sleeping on a dirty mattress
0: on it's the like, floor. Can we get her? She's like, I think she needs a hospital. Like, yes. she just lost it and scratched herself, and like, they're like, we need to get her like some help, but for the quest for the freaking Nobel, whatever. And the prize mm-hmm. and the science and the accolades and finding something new. That's always a problem too. Like yep. I want to discover something new, like the descent lady, like uh-huh. I want to find the new thing. It's like, uh, sometimes we don't have new things because if we go there, like we will break things like oh, we'll everyone will die awful things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, the things are, are all very suspect. And then the Science sciences are starting to take kind of
1: like, a scary turn now because we have this this moment where Mm -hmm. Jane, you know, she says she's here and all the centers go berserk and they're trying to, He's trying to—I don't know what he's trying to do—but she's she's talking about things going on fire and something's burning. Yeah, something's and she hot. Can't get and then all of a
0: sudden, yeah, there's like so then Joseph like starts to burn her. He puts a candle underneath her. She can't even notice because she's in trance because she's been by the light machine and got hypnotized again. And so he literally has a candle like on her arm. And I think it starts off at like, look how far gone she's she is. She doesn't feel that, right? But then
1: doesn't take it away, and it just no. starts to really burn her. And Brian's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And like yeah. knocks out of his hand, um, and which Joseph's not like until and do it again. You're out. Right. But when you see someone burning someone else, like, what are you going to do about that? You
0: freaking stop it. Especially somebody that you like have an affinity for like that, or just someone who's not a monster. You know what I mean, though, no, mm-hmm. like because Chrissy and Harry, you know, are just are going along with whatever. But um, at but this point, they're starting to break down too. Chrissy's like, I think she needs to go to the hospital too. I don't like it anymore. Oh, yeah, she's
1: cutting herself with a bobby pin, and it's all mm-hmm. gnarly. But, but, but Chrissy's also being pulled two ways because we have she's with Harry, she's also with Joseph.
0: Yeah, so, so there's jo- a weird fucked up love triangle happening here, or quadrangle or and whatever who you knows call it. what's happening. Octagon, Everybody Petagon. and
1: everybody's in it, <laughs> but Brian. Oh, he really <laughs> is <too>. the outsider. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's getting some but him <laughs> It's uh, really sad. but true. he does get to watch jane take a bath which is dubious that that would be allowed but you know i'm sure chrissy did not want to do it at that point no um but she's just jane taking a bath and she's in a real calm moment and just yeah. says you know asks if she if she looks like a woman a girl a girl or a woman because she wants to look like a woman she wants to look like a woman <sighs> and she to be a woman she's not she's still just a girl she's a child but as uh, says that Joseph saved her from from men because said men are just want to touch you and can't or won't, so they will just take it out on you and drive you insane. So Joseph saved me from that. Mm. Mm, I don't know though. No, he seems like he's right One in of that the world.
0: Same. That he, she just why described. did he save
1: you? He wanted to touch you. Mm.
0: And you know, free you from your whatever. And she
1: asked Ryan if he wants to touch her, but he doesn't do it. Cause he's too, you know, it, it's he's a, too sweet. It, he's too sweet, but he also just doesn't want it. Cause when, you know, she, she really wants to kiss him and he won't do it until she's better. It's like, just right. wait till you're better when you're right. better. I would love to do this, but we can't do that to get all of this. Plus all of this romantic stuff would just be a mess. Right. So he's trying
0: to be he's kind, respecting this, the space. He's like, you need to get well. We need to like really help you out. And after she's just described the nature of man, so to speak, do you know what I mean? Like she, we are, she, he doesn't want to be a part of that completely. Oh. He's so sweet.
1: So, so the next seance, uh, Joseph decides we're going to double Jane's dose of whatever they're injecting into her to right. make her go into this state. Right.
0: So what do they need the dream machine for? If they're just injecting, they're her using stuff? all everything he can. He's just trying to do everything to get Did her in science, man. Uh, yeah, this reminded me. Cause I, I always, I'm like, Julia, like psychiatry back in the day is so dubious. You're like, ah, it's always dubious. Yeah. It's like, yeah always there's like you know he's pushing the envelope here like big Where, time yeah, right because it could be the next breakthrough but it also could just be torture torture so. for this person so all of a sudden we she's like flames flames are everywhere it's so hot she can't get uh, she, she's like I can't get out I'm freaking out and all of a sudden we get the craziest <laughs> sequence I think of the $200,000 they must have <laughs> spent like a hundred on this like section yeah. right here right and so all of a sudden her hands like like set like a fire out and like she's like the doll is singed and like it looks like she how do I describe this and through the middle of this like possession there's like a flame thing it looks like she's rolls her head back and it looks like she pukes like fire
1: or something it looks like like kind of like an ectoplasm kind of thing but it's like a stream of it it's not like you know yeah it's an and and, and it's incredible and you just go whoa (laughs) <laughs> and then, you know, we get everybody just freaking the fuck out because what, what was
0: that? That was definitely not, you like know, so teleplasm sort of is what he called it or something. Mental it's, illness. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, that was like, that's not some mental illness. Like she literally had some ectoplasm, teleplasm, some shit fall out of her face. Some <laughs> freaking exorcist,
1: exorcist shit. That's what she <laughs> says. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, Harry says. Yeah. Um, that's real exorcist shit. And so Brian watches the footage again, and this is the only part of the movie that Confuses me a little because he watches the, the the footage again, sees her puke up the teleplasm again, and then that's the moment where he's like, you guys are fucking with me. Like, this is a joke. And I'm like, D- did he see something in the footage I'm not seeing? Because it looks like that really is what happened. Is right. there some way that they could I think have it's faked his- it? Brain. Or is that his, like definite defense mechanism was like, no, no, it's a joke. It's not it's real his
0: defense mechanism. And I think that's his brain, like kind of at the beginning when they set it up in the film, talking about how like some people will try to ration away things with science, but there's some things that can't be quite understood yet. Um, or like with, rational way some other way. I think he's in the middle of doing that. Mm-hmm. Like that's his, that is his defense. He's like, okay, they must be, be joking. This must be a joke. That's why they brought me out to the countryside. Right. To do it's this really an experiment thing. on me and like right. how I'm reacting. Right. And like, what are you trying to pull on me? So this is him breaking down now too. Cause they but, they're isolated in this house in the country. They have no one else around them. It's real quiet out there besides this crazy shit. and Everybody's starting to crack
1: and like things are starting to get ugly. And everybody this is wants the, a break. Yes. And this is the first time you see seen Brian, like, he's been so kind of quiet and passive up until this point. Like, this is the first time he's like, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm standing up for myself. I'm like, this needs to stop. I need right. to take her away. Like, we we can't do this anymore. It's like, this is all fake. So he stabs the eB doll. And as he does it, uh, we hear Jane scream from upstairs.
0: Yeah, in a different room. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like she's in, coughing like, up blood. blood. Like she's been stabbed at the same time, which you're like, Oh shit. This is like some voodoo doll shit now. So Evie wasn't, she did. She transfer some of the thing into Evie. What is
1: the deal with Are that? Are they sharing the space now? Um, and then they they have this scene with this. Now they're like taking the experiment further. And he's got this crazy table. That's going to put it's take a picture of your electromagnetic field. So it's like your mm-hmm. aura, but it looks like it's kind of painful while it's happening to her and she doesn't really want to do it. And Joseph's like, he's already got, he's starting to get that real crazy mad scientist gleam in his eye. where like all humanity is already starting to go out of him. And mm-hmm. he's just focused on this one thing, but they're able to see in the results, a face. So they're able to see what he says is Evie's face. Right.
0: And this is the, like the X-ray thing or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They have this machine. It's crazy. And I was like, Oh, old tummy radiation to X-ray that already creeps me. out. <laughs> sure. Cause like the the amount that's going through people, we don't know how Mm -hmm. that's going to affect them either as well.
1: But then, you know, there's this kind of turnabout here where they say, okay, we know what now we have. We can see, we can isolate Evie. Now Mm -hmm. we can get rid of Evie. But Jane says she doesn't want to get rid of Evie. So
0: because it's something she's made. Yes. And it's because like, it's like a mother who's had a child. That's a bad apple. And here's a picture of her. Like, yeah, she's like, Oh, it's like when you see your first ultrasound, you're like, that's my baby. And she's like, I don't want to get rid of my evil evil baby inside me and you're like oh shit so um and so Chrissy
1: <laughs> uh goes to start to kind of get on Joseph is rebuffed by him and then watches him go into to Jane's room James room and start to play like comfort with her and like stroke her hair but it's all not above board as no. one as one might say it looks and that's real rapey and you know and so now there is you know there's this Even though Brian's not in the sexual angle of like this horrible, whatever it is, but he is in the romantic angle because everybody's in love with somebody else and everybody's trying to play that out and it, so it's there's the all of the social aspect on top of just the weird science of it
0: yeah and then there was that weird moment where Chrissy like got electrocuted
1: or whatever right because and, the, and the, the thing about that is mm-hmm. they said like the the weird thing about it is if that came from Jane which mm-hmm. we assume it did because she doesn't like Chrissy she's competition right but they said she did it she was asleep upstairs so she's able now to manifest while she's unconscious which she hadn't done yet she's no. more powerful than she's ever been now. Yes. And so Chrissy Mm -hmm. is really at the end of it and is like, are you screwing both of them? Is it part of the experiment?
0: What is happening? You're all in love with her. You think you can save her, which she yells (laughs) to all the guys, which I thought was so great too. I was like, oh, Chrissy, say it, say it. (laughs) They are all in love with her.
1: (laughs) And the fuse blows and you hear Jane screaming and they all run out to go find her and she's up
0: in the attic, but the door is locked from her side. Yeah. And they can't unlock it. And the power's out. So now we're in this creepy old freaking country, like English countryside house. Power is out. The only light they've got is from the camera Mm -hmm. um, that Brian's got. So like they're trying – they're going through the house, lost and like looking for her and they finally find that attic. So this is all – this is like a little like – I was like, oh, holding on to Julia during this. (laughs) Um, And they find this like – once they finally get in the room, there's this like crib. And there's toys everywhere. So clearly yeah. there's
1: been a child up there at some point.
0: And there was like a wallpaper that was in that's in Jane's room that they've had her in this whole time that has like a like border kind of across the top that's got like these little animals that are like things like set up. And so the, it looks like some of the toys have been set up just like this, trying to recreate that same space. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, mirror room, weird. And so they ask her if Evie's up there and she's like, yeah, she's right in front of you.
1: You're like, oh no ooh. And then we see the baby crib And it looks like the baby crib is catching on fire Or look like, like a smoldering a baby was in there Like, like, like the, the, baby the shape, shape of a
0: baby Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So she goes mm-hmm. to pick her up and then just starts burning
0: As you would because the baby is on fire Right uh, <laughs> So it's like we're dealing with combustion now mm-hmm. and like lots of fires happened so far and and there's she, a mark on jane she's just branded like this a mark. sign of the devil a sigil that's right devil's
1: worship from the occult and she, everyone's frightened now and this is where we get
0: brian going on his old school research he's Montage. like i'm getting out of this house he's like i gotta figure out what's going on drop off some film well actually because everyone's falling apart now chrissy Harry, and chrissy are like chrissy's like i'm done i'm done like i uh, this was fine until i see this mark of the devil now i'm i don't really want to deal with this anymore so harry and chrissy are like we're going back to oxford and brian's like i gotta go get more film yeah that's it i gotta get more film and so he leaves. <laughs> and
1: or go to the oxford library and, and research what the hell is going on yeah. here uh and he re- he w- runs into the library uh somebody else who had been in the experiment before who had dropped out. Mm -hmm. And I asked him if he is now part of the quiet ones. And we realized this is where the movie title comes from is this group of people who don't talk
0: about the experiment because the experiment is bad, is dodgy. And once you leave, you don't really want to talk about it because no, so but, if you did talk about it, people would be like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if you talk about it or not because it's going to follow you anyway.
1: As yep. we learn in the next scene where Chrissy's taking a bath and the bath starts to boil and she gets up to grab the doorknob and the doorknob is burning her and it's just a bad, bad scene. She's like, okay, well, it's one of those it follows you home things. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, and, and this is, you know, what this movie is interesting, you know, you're learning, you're, you're worrying so much about what is—is is this all centralized about around Jane? But now, what is this? This now is we find it's an ancient demon, not Jane. It's no. something stronger than that. Lilith too. Yeah, over five thousand years old. Um, and there was a satanic cult, and the leaders had a child uh, named Evie Dwyer, who they thought was their they God, basically. They're Antichrist, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. And they were worshiping her and told her that she was their Antichrist, and so she mm-hmm. grew up believing that. And they see, see see some of the symbols, and it's there was a fire in the building, and right. it killed everybody, everybody
0: except Evie Dwyer. Evie Dwyer, a little girl, um, who ended up having to go into foster care. Oh
1: hmm that's suspicious he goes Uh back to present the evidence and of course gets into fisticuffs with joseph who's not going to take any of this information because now oh he's now he's infected the experiment it was pure Mm. now you've ruined it And you have all this stuff that she shouldn't know um and brian was like i want to take jane i want to leave and he also confronts
0: him about david freaking q who we find out is joseph's mother freaking son yep Okay, so David Q was not some random kid in an experiment. It was Joseph's kid who he pushed too far Mm -hmm. and made insane. And David... That little kid died. And we yes. find that out because they were like, oh, I don't know he's what's happened to him. He's just moved on. He had lied about about the whereabouts of David at this when point. We see David Q in one of the earlier
1: uh, film footage. He's be banging his head against the wall. And then we see footage of him as an adult in the asylum doing it to the point where he kills himself. Yep. So Joseph seems to be repeating a pattern here where he seems to be Driving trying to someone crazy. force children to believe things that aren't true until it drives him mad. Yep. Which is pretty terrible. Right? He Uh, wants people to believe in him. So, and uh, so now they all, sigils start burning into all of them. Yep. So they all get them. They all get branded. And Christy gets taken out up through the window. And
0: then we find that was crazy. Yeah. Out the front door up through the window. Like it was like, suck. (laughs) Like it was very strange. (laughs) That was a very amazing effect. I still can't believe they made this movie for as cheap as they did. That was a great effect too. Um, And Harry gets pulled through a door.
1: Yes. Uh, and then Jane comes up and she reveals that she has the
0: sigil birthmark, birthmark on her upper lip. And that was in the file that they, we saw earlier for Evie. Mm-hmm. The little that girl. Same, that same, same birthmark. So Jane and that's is why is Evie. Yes.
1: That is her. Um, and she says she can't be saved. And starts, starts to choke to, Brian. Starts to choke Brian. And then Joseph knocks them both out and tries to isolate Evie. And then this movie, it's 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 funny because this movie kind of takes this weird, very, very late left turn. We're like, so now it's become this other thing where now Joseph's gone like full mad scientist. Mm -hmm. He's got Evie on the table. He's like, Okay, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna kill her, and then we're gonna bring her back, and then it'll be everything fine. It'll be like it'll get rid
0: of Evie that way. So we're just gonna like so he puts her back on that weird like radiation table thing.
1: But I really like that you have Brian who's you know near his camera off screen, but tied up so he can't get to her, but he's screaming for her, and Mm -hmm. you have this kind of sense of him in the room, even though he's not in the frame, right? uh, which is a cool, cool thing. And he's trying to save her, but what can he do? He's tied up and they're just going to kill her. So he's going to watch it happen. He just wants that scientific evidence. That's why they're still filming. And I was just like, oh my God, seriously? And he tells him that he's not going to get away with it. And Joseph is like, of course, I'm not going to get away with it. There's two dead bodies in here. Of course I'm not, but I'm still going to do it. So let's go on with it. Right. Uh, So uh, Brian eventually gets loose and they fight and Brian is able to bring Jane back from the dead. Savers life
0: with, yep, his with ad- love. Yep. Well, he's got that syringe of adrenaline that brings her right back. Mm-hmm. And how long was she out? Is she brained dead? I'm wondering. I was like, Oh no, no, nope. nope But uh, suddenly,
1: uh, an invisible force pushes him out of the room. Yep. And the but the door, the little window viewing portal is mm-hmm. open. Uh, and she says she's sorry and bursts into spontaneous combustion. Yep. While looking at him. Yep. End of complete like, flames. Maintaining eye contact while I'm burning to death. And he's free, freaking out, screaming, 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 and then we cut to someone in an asylum. Someone sitting looks like they're being videoed in asylum and, and interviewed. Looks like they're pretty tore up from the floor up. Pretty, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yep. Um, and it took me a while to be like, oh, it's it, it's Brian. Yeah. But Sam Claflin does such an incredible job that, like, for the like first like, like, like thirty anymore. seconds, I'm like, who is that? And it doesn't he doesn't talk like him. He doesn't look Mm-mm. like him. Like his ma- Like everything is. Wow. He's completely different. Yes incredible yeah. Yeah. um and so they're trying to ask him about what happened in the room and he can't really say but he, he's got his camera in his lap and he keeps saying like it's in here and they're like no no the fire like, the fire destroyed cinched. everything yeah, it, we smoke. have no evidence yeah
0: um, and so they don't believe him obviously because it sounds crazy pants. Yes. I mean, he, we just told you the whole thing. If you went to tell somebody, that's why they're all quiet. Yes. Cause you're like, uh, if I told you what I saw and what happened, you would not believe me. So I'm just not going to tell you.
1: So then he does this kind of thing where he holds his hands up like he had done in what we've seen a bunch of times where he mm-hmm. does the film clap for the sound sync mm-hmm. and he holds his fi- right before you're about to clap and you see like smoke kind of materializing between his hands and the person by the camera is like, what is that? And then he claps and then it cuts combustion really cool and so like there's so many movies that end, and especially horror movies that end with like it's so crazy the character went mad and like you see him and they're like eh, they look like and they're fine. in asylum but right. this is like wow yeah it really drove him crazy like he is not brian at all anymore and that's that just that performance because it's like a minute that last scene and i'm like wow sam claflin brilliant like you were great throughout this whole movie and then you just like stepped it up that extra notch at the end there um i really like this film it's fun it keeps you on your toes i like all the characters and the 1974 analog setting of course um but i think it's a fun horror movie and i think it i saw this on so i went to go see this and oculus the same day still can't believe that didn't didn't know anything about either one was like uh-huh. completely blind and uh, after choir, I was like well, hell yeah. And then I to talk, this was like, well, hell yeah. Like this was a great day. Uh, it was a wonderful, pleasant surprise. Julia
0: won. Yeah. She won the movie lottery that day. Uh, so, so yeah, let's get into some gore factor here. Do it, my darling. Yeah. We've got not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup to a puddle of blood, three enough blood to gross out the average viewer four a bathtub of blood, five run for the barf bag. This one was kind of in between. There wasn't a lot of gore gore, but there was some cool, very awesome effects. So you gave this a three yeah. um, overall enough blood to go out the average yeah, you're like cutting the yourself cutting and scratching and all that kind of stuff too and stabbing and, and things like that but getting boiled in your bathtub things right like that uh zero to five chainsaws
1: mm-hmm. one if you're desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better four not too shabby five fantastic mm-hmm. uh i give this movie a 4.5 awesome not too shabby and a little bit more it's i think it's great yeah i don't think it's like Mind blowing, right? Like it's not. Especially if you saw Oculus in the same damn I day. I saw Oculus in the same day, and yeah. I, but but I don't want to lessen this film because yeah. I think that there's you know there's a lot of modern horror movies that get overlooked. And I think that this is one of them. Right. And I like that hammer is kind of, let's go forward with our, what we do. but We also go backwards because
0: most of the new films they've done have been set in set back in the day, back in the day. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's great. Like you get everybody wins. Right. It's very cool. I gave this one a four. Okay. I think it's solid. I loved it. I think it's, was, was creepy. And I, you saw me creep freaking out with you. And I was like, ah, okay. Like, oh no, based on actual events, never a good sign. A good it's going to be creeptastic like Like what, what's going to happen. And I didn't know what the turns were going to be. And then all of a sudden, like to see the shit that went down, once it got real, real, I was like, all right. Like once Chrissy got sucked out through the door and up through a window, <laughs> I was like, okay, so uh, this that, is wild. that part
1: maybe not inspired by the actual events. That might no, be no, no. a little bit. What do you Hollywood. mean? That actually happened. They said so. It's based on. Okay. Anywho's. <laughs> you mean you mean it's not all real? It's not all on events. Oh Hollywood, oh. we love you so. So uh, Julia, we
0: haven't. Yeah. What? Oh, what? Tell me. No, you tell me. <laughs> you were gonna say.
1: <laughs> next week we're gonna continue on with uh, my round That's of choicing. I'm... We're gonna uh, say the same thing. It's choicing true. is the word now. And yes, my choicing. next choice is um 1986's April Fool's Day. Have you seen this? What? No. Okay. It's great.
0: Okay. I can't wait. Choicing. It's a lot of fun. It's let's let's choice it up. Well, I like anything like happy death day. I feel like April Fool's, I think mm-hmm. things set in the day. I like-, like Valentine's Day, like those movies anyway.
1: <laughs> so I like that there is, I mean, um, you know, because there's a horror movie for, you know, for Christmas and for Halloween yeah. and for all the St. Patrick's Day. And now we got one for April Fool's Day. So we I need, like, like a that. flag day one, don't we? You can make, I mean, someone's got to do it. Right. You got to have one for it. Like, someone has, needs to have a year where it's like for every holiday, you watch the film from that holiday. Oh, that would, that would be fun. A lot. We will see you next week for April Fool's Day. If you want to talk to us before then, you know where to find us. We're on all of our things. And we also have a Patreon that we would love for you to subscribe yeah. to. We have so many cool little secret interviews with each other and with our producer. And we get to answer and questions. More, and
0: some early access to some fun interviews we yeah. have coming up. I'm very excited about We can't tell you yet, but oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> um, cool. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week for April Fool's Day. We'll see you then.